I mean, we'll, we'll just stick with that one. Back, yeah. John's back at it again with the black man. Yeah. <laughs> I need a new pair. Man. Yeah, you need these a new ones, pair. These ones are on the last mileage for sure. But anyways, this episode is brought to you by Dollar Shave Club. You know, it's a subscription-based box, and I love to use yeah. it, uh, mainly because they have a wide variety of different products. Yeah. You know, they have, like, the skincare, the hair care, and not just the razors, which most, most people think. Um, and it's a subscription, subscription-based box, and they ship it to you every month. They recently sent us some, like, deodorants and some, like, facial creams and and they work amazing uh if you guys haven't checked them out you can you know click the link down below or you can also like uh i know we talk about it all the time you can go to like a walmart they say they sell like a like a starter pack kit yeah like a starter pack kit just in case you don't want to buy the whole thing uh or like sign up right away Mm -hmm. and you're like oh what if it's like cheap razors i'll let you know right now they're not cheap they're they're amazing i I use them all the time even before we got sponsored by dollar shape club so you know shout out to them check them out and I'm excited for this one. This one's pretty cool. This one's sure. pretty cool because the Chunky Chicanos, the NFT, is is like good to go. Yep. We're just waiting on like one little thing. And then they should be live by next episode. Ho- hopefully by next episode, yeah. they should be live. We should make uh, videos. And uh, especially, I know a lot of younger people are going to tune into this episode just because we have a special guest today. And nfts uh is, is a big thing so you know it's something to get involved into i know people think it's weird people think it's all just a digital image things like that you know you just need to get educated in it and what it is and what it can do for you we've done plenty of episodes on that go check them out search ourselves but anyways i wanted to do this episode just because you know a while back I, i've been seeing her work on instagram yeah i remember I, you brought it up to me how long ago was it it was a few weeks ago it was yeah. a few weeks ago uh uh, so we were stalking your page a little bit, uh, and I'm into rings. You know, I, I have a whole bunch of different rings. I love wearing them. I like I love accessorizing, and I was amazed to to hear how old you were. You know, just because a lot of people your age are more into you know I don't want to put people on blast, but are are into like they go party, they're out having fun, <laughs> which is cool. I get it. You know, you know you're young, you want to go out and have fun. Trust me, I was there, yeah. but at the same time, I wish. I would have had someone tell me, or if I had like a podcast to listen to at that age, I would have been like, damn, I'm going to be doing this by the time. So like whenever I hit like 30, 40, you know, I'm, I got a lot of things going on and you, I always support entrepreneurship, you know, different types of hustle. So, uh, we have Olivia, right? Yeah. Olivia exactly. from Rings by Live. Yep. You know, uh, thank you for the coming on the podcast. We appreciate it. Yeah. I, I'm excited. I've never really done anything like this. I yeah. mean, I'm 18 and from small town Idaho, so it's it's exciting. Yeah, and I want people to get to know you. That way you, they, they know where you come from. So are you originally from Idaho? Yeah, so actually my, my parents both um, grew up in Idaho. But for a while, my parents um, traveled mm-hmm. like around the world for my dad's work. So at a very young age, I, um, I lived in like foreign countries with my parents. And oh, did you really? Yeah, yeah. So my parents are awesome. They're the reason why I really started this thing, but they're... 
they're workaholics and they're adventurers and they support everything that I've been able to do. So yeah, I'm, I'm from Rigby and, um, so just like when you're traveling around, you know, I, I don't, I don't want to like, no, uh, you're good. Yeah. I trying to dissect every little thing you say <laughs> no, here because uh, I'm just curious. So you said you were traveling around with your dad. What does your, your dad do necessarily? So, if you can talk about it. No, yeah, you're good. So he works at a company called Dome Technology where mm-hmm. essentially they're building domes, but um, they're international. So they build a lot of domes everywhere. Mm-hmm. And for a while, my dad actually had to like leave our family and like go for like six months at a time to help oh, on wow. this job site. So they're like, let's pick, pack up our family of eight Moved to Romania, Latvia, et cetera. Like all of oh, these. Oh, dang. So you went to yes. all these different countries. Do you, were you uh, pretty young at the time yeah. or were you? Uh, it was pretty little. I mean, it was from like, uh, we moved back and forth, but it was from like zero to seven, I think. Oh, so yeah. you, you do have a little bit of memories uh, from. Totally. Uh, which places do you remember? I mean, especially like Romania for oh, me. Dang, that- Awesome. <laughs> it, it was so cool. But yeah, I mean, I just to give some background, like the reason why I share this is my parents are the reason why I felt like comfortable kind of branching out into a whole entrepreneur world. Mm-hmm. Like they are just like, oh, we want to move away because we're not going to see each other. Let's do it. Like, let's take our six kids from small town Idaho and leave. Yeah, that's commitment for sure. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a risk right there. So, so you said your dad builds domes. Are those like, yes. uh, like shelter type of domes or like? Uh, yeah, they use it for everything. Like, they can use it for storage. I know there's like a couple Airbnbs actually, like an island park that are domes. Oh, really? It's it's a big. I don't really know how I, to I super excited about I think about, about Dome and I think about the one in Ragsburg for some reason. I don't know if you guys drove think, by there. I think they built that one. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. It's like a rental place now, but it's... When, when yeah. she said Dome, I, I think of those uh, survivalist guys that uh, build in, like an underground bunker. Oh. <laughs> you know, because the world <laughs> yeah. is going to end like who knows when. And so they... It's they pretty cool. What, what are they... They call them like uh, prepared... Or I can't remember what they call them, but that's what I thought of. So is it... That's your dad's company? Well, or yeah, he works, he, he works for it. Oh, okay. Uh, so you're traveling. Or what are some of these memories? Because I'm curious. Uh, I mean, imagine being that young at a, at <laughs> a whole different country. Too, though, like, were, were you struggling with the, like, yeah. the language barrier or do you remember anything like that? No. So my oldest sibling was 13 at the time. So my parents were just like, let's just do homeschool. So we mm-hmm. did a couple different homeschool programs and um, like it was cool. We actually were able to like go to different um places in those countries like oh we want to learn about this let's go actually see it Mm -hmm. but um no yeah the language barrier wasn't bad we went to like um the church of jesus christ of latter-day saints in those countries and like the missionaries there were able to help us out but it was kind of just us and like the other people in the company that associated oh so a lot of people would go to Uh that's pretty cool yeah yeah because i remember i i travel i think it was like sixth grade i think i moved from i went from here to Texas, to Mexico, to Texas, to here in the same year. And it was brutal. Like for school, like I. Oh, yeah, because you were moving around. Huh? Yeah. Like I, I'm, I'm now imagine going to another country like that doesn't even speak a language that I might speak and then try to figure it out. Like yeah. that would probably be brutal as itself. I mean, you got lucky because you said you got homeschool for the most yeah. part. Yeah. And I was pretty young. Like my yeah. older siblings, it they're smart kids, so it didn't really affect them. Mm-hmm. But it what was if- easy because I was just like kindergarten first grade yeah i was gonna say what what about like um uh social wise like do you make like you know we all have like that yeah. friend from first grade yeah. or a friend from second grade and like how did that affect you i mean for the most part it was just like playground play mm. no. like just little play dates with 
um, neighbor kids. So you're moving around, right? Mm-hmm. You're, you guys are moving around. Did you, after Romania, did you guys come back here to a different state? Where, where did you guys go? Yeah, so we've done, we did lots of stateside too. Um, mm-hmm. But the last move we did, I believe, was um, Romania. And then we came back to Rigby, which is which is funny because we've been there for like, how long? 12 years? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Was that pretty shocking? Like you, you go from, because I'm, I'm assuming Romania's kind of different. Pretty, yeah, yeah, it's pretty third world. Yeah. Is it really like where you guys were at? I've never I been mean, to. Where we were at, it was pretty nice. But as soon as we went into the cities, you had the whole like gypsy scene and like kids begging for anything on the streets. Like there's kids with like their kneecaps kicked backwards so that oh, they could be beggars. Oh, was, like on yeah, purpose. Yes. Like by their parents. Anyways. Yeah. I, I mean, I feel like. I, I was experience, been able to experience a lot through just that experience. Mm. So coming back to the States, it was definitely different, but we picked up pretty quick because we are American. Yeah. Yeah. And no, it's funny you bring that up. Cause I remember one time we went to Mexico and, uh, this kid came up to us and he's like, Hey, can I have some money for some food? Like to my dad. And he, he's like for food. He's like, yeah, well sit down. He's like, order whatever you want. I'll, I'll, I'll pay for it. And the kid's like, no, I'd rather take the money. And he's like, you just said you wanted food. And he's like, I'm, I'm going to buy you food. And he's like, no, 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 no. He's like, I just want the money. Uh, like, I want to get something different. And he's like, you don't want, like, because w- what happens over there is sometimes the parents don't want to work. They'll send their kids out to, like, get money mm-hmm. and then bring it back. Yeah. And uh, so that was like a, because I felt bad. I was like, dude, just give him money. He's yeah. like a little kid, you know. <laughs> but like, you don't realize what goes on. He, he Since he's lived there for so long, he knows, like, kind of mm-hmm. what they're doing. He's like, yeah, his parents are just being lazy. They don't want to work. So they send their kid because you, you see a tur- like a tourist will see uh, the kid begging. And you'll be like, oh, you know, let me give him some money. You know, <laughs> yeah. uh, this kid is hungry. But he's like, do you see how he didn't take the food? He's like, he said he was hungry. I was offering him to pay the food. It's funny because like yeah. he was just saying in Mexico is like you'll never go hungry because there's always rice and beans. Mm-hmm. And it's true. Like uh, you could stop working there and you could figure it out. But when stuff like that happens, like that's why a lot of people can tell that they're just like you said, the yeah. parents are like using the kid as a basically like a slave because kid loses out on his whole future at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's pretty sad. Yeah. yeah. So you come you come back to Rigby, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, did you start going to school? Like, what did you start doing? Like, because uh, yeah. I know you you go from being homeschooled. Did you start going to a public school? Like, what happened there? Yeah. So as soon as we got back, we. We got put into public school and we got made fun of a little bit for wearing skinny jeans in 2000. Really? What was it? Like 2010. Because everyone was bell bottoms and their polos and button ups. And we were like almost ahead of time. <laughs> so we came back and um, we made friends pretty quick. We were ready for it. Mm-hmm. All, I, and I have five siblings. So all of us are like, we've been hanging out with each other for way too long. <laughs> um, yeah, it was nice. We just got in a groove. Are of they older or younger? Both. I, so I'm number four out of six. Okay. So you're kind of, yep. kind of the middle. Of, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. That's kind of like, it, it's hard once the number is not, doesn't work anymore. Yeah. Uh, Cause I used to be, it used to be my older brother, me, and then my younger brother, but then it, there was my sister and then my, then my younger brother. And then that's why I'm like four out of five, you know? So I, yeah. I you have five siblings. Yeah. Damn. It's Luis, me, Gabby, no, Eduardo, Gabby, and then Diego. Yeah. Damn. Well, four siblings. I come from a small family. So like it's three, including both my brothers, and I'm just kind of like, and there's such an age gap mm-hmm. that I don't get along with any of them. Like, well, none of them get along with any of us because like it's such a big, big age gap between all of us. Mm-hmm. It's just weird. I don't know how to experience that having like a lot of brothers and stuff. But I wonder how my parents did it. They 
or my dad especially he has i think like nine or ten oh, brothers geez. and sisters oh my gosh yeah and then two which is I not think a two lot. of them passed away yeah. but but you know what i mean like that's a, a lot i was like damn and i thought that was normal so when, when you start talking when you come over here they're like oh i just got like two uncles i'm like how you know like we were over here like a whole freaking two basketballs in like teams in. Well, but that, like i'm saying like you said nine I think he has, like, I can't, I, I'd have to go back and count on me, but it's, like, 10 of them. But that's not, like, a lot over there, because I know there's people, like, 15, 60, and I'm, well, like, day. My grand- <laughs> that is insane. Yeah. My, my grandparents had to push out the workers, you know? Who else yeah, is going to take what I care was of the saying. farm? I'm like, exactly. But, dang, that's crazy. So, but. you come back, right? What were your goals? I know uh, a lot of us have different types of goals, and, and, and they can be different in middle school and in high school. What were you, like, oh, I want to grow up to be, like, so-and-so... I want to go and work with my dad's company. Was it anything like that? I mean, I have always been like an extrovert and I, being a middle child, like you naturally have to like be the best or like just kind of be quiet. Mm -hmm. And so I could not like let myself just like be a forgotten child. (laughs) Like I had to stick out in some way. It's just like my personality, honestly. And so, um, yeah, growing up, I was always getting into trouble trying to like prove myself. Mm. I guess like socially or like to my parents or just, it it was kind of weird, but, um, yeah, there, I kind of hit a point where I was like, I, I like want to reach out. Like what is something out of the box that I can do? So, um, yeah, kind of to like go into rings. Um, I remember it was like 2020, like summer of 2020 and I was at a fair and I saw like this seller just selling these rings and it wasn't even spoon rings it was like the stamps type of rings Mm -hmm. where you can like go get something stamped on it and I was like that is so cool so I I spent a little bit of money and I got the tools for it and luckily my dad is um a builder kind of like just on just for fun so he had like all of the equipment I needed Mm -hmm. so I got the stuff I need and bought a whole bunch of spoons and I started going was it more for uh like you wanted to make them for yourself or were, was it like, Oh, I want to get, this is what I want to do. I want to start selling rings. Yeah. Cause there's like two types of mentality. Sometimes people do it just because like, Oh, that's cool. And there's other people like, dude, I'm going to do this because I want to like do create this, you know? And like, yeah, that yeah. was exactly it. I, it was never like, I just want to make myself jewelry. Mm-hmm. It was like, I started a ring, um, Instagram account as soon as I could. And, um, there's so, I mean, I'm in high school. So the high school girls were so nice. They were like, buying them as soon as they came out and it's been doing really good ever since. That's yeah. Good. So I, I know you were pushing them on uh, Instagram and at first you'll, you'll start getting like uh purchases from like your friends, your family and things like that. When did you start seeing like a, uh, like a boost in like other people buying them? You're like, Oh shit. Like this person wants to buy one of my rings. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess all of that came in with different like marketing techniques that I kind of learned from starting it. But, um, yeah, that's a good question. I, I feel like as soon as I started doing giveaways, then my friends would contact their moms and their moms would contact the other moms. And so that's when I really started to see like, Oh, I'm starting to ship things to like Arkansas and Texas. Mm -hmm. Oh, that that probably feels pretty cool. Yeah. 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 Cause uh, a lot of people will start something and I always tell them like, yeah, your, your close friends will support you. Your, your, your family will support you. Uh, but you still like after that, you're, you're, you still have to find, figure out different ways how to push your, your product or whatever it is you do. Like, uh, like even if it's like a podcast, whatever, they can like, only come back so many times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
and if they're not good, you know, uh, <laughs> you'll know real quick for yeah. sure. So, so did you? You said you did you originally start with the spoon rings because that's what you use right now, right? Yep. Yeah, just spoons. I it was pretty easy for me to start getting into it because I bought like a a bender. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and, yeah. and what kind of spoons? Like I, I had that question because I remember I was talking to her on, on the way down as when I first saw one of her rings, I didn't even, I didn't know it was you, but I saw one of your rings. Uh, my buddy was like, Oh yeah, she custom makes them, uh, out of spoons. I'm like, what? Yeah. You know, like out of spoons. And I'm thinking right away, like it's the regular kitchen spoon. Prince's house, man. Yeah. I, I, I don't understand like, cause I've never like thought like a spoon. Like when he told me, I'm like a spoon. And I'm thinking like, cause like my aunt, has like the princess house stuff, like Hispanics is all. Like, I'm like, I don't think she would ever let one of these go for uh, like to make something. But then like at home, we, I've never think like we just buy whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I can never imagine. It was one of the objects that I would never imagine myself someone making like a art out of mm-hmm. because it's kind of like a, for some people like well, silverware you, is like. As soon as you say spoon, you think like. Uh, I'm gonna eat some, like maybe some soup with it, you know. Like yeah. you, that's not, what you think. Yeah, you don't yeah, think. You don't think. Yeah, exactly. That would be a nice ring right there, you know. Like <laughs> it's just like one of those things that, that takes you off guard. Yeah, like. it takes that certain person to see that. Uh, is it the full size spoons or is it like little spoons that you buy? Or like what's the or what's kind of the process if you want to walk or like the yeah. first process? Because I think that's more more important. Like what was like I'm using a spoon or like what was your thoughts during that? Yeah. So, I mean, it's kind of funny. I started off just like going to DI and being like, please like have there be some small, like thin spoons that I can bend. And like, I I definitely got some from there, but I started branching out right away. Like whenever my parents would like go to a different state or, um, wherever we really could, we would go to antique stores. And, um, that's, that's when I really got into like collecting collective spoons, like the state spoons or even silver spoons, just any type of spoon with a cool story that mm-hmm. I could make into a jewelry that people could wear. But yeah, so I guess it starts off with that. Um, just trying to find spoons that fit not only like my branding, but also something that I can physically bend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So there's, there is a story behind like each ring that you make, or is it kind of like when you do find that one, there is that story for that specific one. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know necessarily all the stories like where they came from because I'm getting them at antique shops, but I totally believe that there's like different stories behind each of them. Like they're so, they're so unique in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorite parts about my business is actually being able to get spoons from other people like mm-hmm. that they want made into jewelry because it's. Can I look at them? Yeah, like, no, you, of course. Do you want me to zoom in for the? No, we'll, yeah. we'll zoom them in oh, no. here in a little bit. I just want to see what okay. she's. So yeah, exp- yeah. That's a, that's a huge difference seeing them in person than seeing them online because. So I didn't understand the concept if it was like you just mass bought them like oh I'm gonna just order like now you can order anything like on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's pretty cool to know now that either you actually go ahead and uh, you try to find like th- unique that, looking yeah. spoons. It, do you sometimes? feel like you run into an issue where you can't find product? Totally. Yeah. So like I was saying, my parents and me normally go when we're on vacation. Cause that's where you find like the real antiques. Like you can always mm-hmm. go on eBay and get stuff, but like actually going to places yeah. and finding stuff from that area is, is kind of priceless in my opinion. So what's, what's the ring with like the most uh, memory from you or like the value like you did this, you went through all this to get that one special spoon or that one called you or like that special moment that you had with one. 
Yeah. Um, if you remember, do you have one like a story like that? Um, kind of. There was this. There was this ring actually online or spoon online, mm-hmm. and it was like, it was tiny. It was probably like two inches, and um, it <clears throat> barely fit like my pinky finger. But it took so much effort trying to get it from like the seller online. So when I finally got it, it was, it was kind of cool. It took so much effort. Yeah. They didn't want to ship it, or yeah, they were just I don't know, just kind of picky about it. And, how many they had left and how much I was willing to pay for it. But so something like this, uh, for those listening, it, it, it's like a, it looks like the end of a spoon right here, but then it looks like it turns into a fork. Mm-hmm. So this one was a fork, not a spoon. Yeah. She lied to us. <laughs> <laughs> not all spoons. Yeah. They're really, they're really like, no, this is really cool. One has, it's like, it's not the same one. If the, like, it's not uh, the same design and yeah. which is good and bad. Just because if you have like, oh, a lot of people reached out because they wanted this one, but you're like, oh, that was, yeah. it was it's just that so one. So it's kind of a one of a kind, each one exactly. you make. Yeah. And I guess that's, that's one of the parts that I love about it is mm-hmm. it's not like you can go around your school or your neighborhood and see everyone with the same thing on their hand. Like, mm-hmm. it's like, that is one of a kind and I would sell my life to have that on my hand. Mm-hmm. And is there just like a style you go for? Like you only get this certain type, but we'll use other metals or what, is there? Yeah. Do you just go, uh, I'm assuming this is silver. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of something that I've had to find out while doing it. Like there's some metals that I can use, some that I can't, but yeah, for is the it, most part, I just try to find silver rings that are. Is it because they don't bend as easy? Yeah. Silver, silver bends pretty good. But if it's like a plated silver. Oh, okay. Then, it, then we start to get into like the cracking and mm. sometimes you can get like tarnish on your hands. So and- has this been mainly like, was this like a learning curve for you and yourself only? Or was this kind of like, oh, um, my dad helped me on the, just to figure it out. Or basically you just winged it until you figured something out. Yeah, totally. I mean, right after I like started getting the equipment, I started my Instagram account. Mm-hmm. So I didn't necessarily have a whole lot of time to find the ins and outs of it, but mm. I've been doing it for a year and a half now, so it's definitely come that way. But my when, dad just kind of helped me with our first one. Yeah. And he was like, hey, like me, yeah. like me, what do you want out of this? Like, figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> what what kind of like inspires you to keep keep something going for that long? Because a year and a half is not a short time and a lot of people lose interest. Yeah, people will lose interest in, uh, uh, whenever they start something just because maybe they struggle to get sales, to views, to listen, Sometimes, whatever the like case may be. Sometimes, even post, not getting likes, that hurts. Yeah. Um, but going through every single hard time that people have is probably, like, the best learning curve. Like, what's that one saying? You have to have a bunch of, like, you like have to have a rough time to, to appreciate the good time. I forgot what the actual saying is. Yeah. And, At the end, end of the day, you have to have passion for whatever it yeah. is you do. Like, if you love doing it, if you have fun doing this, you know, uh, of course, it turns into somewhat of a job where you have to take pictures, you have to post them, you have to respond to DMs. Like, that's all, like, um, it gets... It's falling in love with the process. Yeah. 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 And so, I actually want to buy this one. I like this one. You totally should. Yeah, that's that's kind of come with it. I have to take breaks sometimes because... Um, I want to get the one is... that's uh, not, the, not a spoon, <laughs> it's a fork. The fork <laughs> one. <laughs> Those are a premium price. It's a premium price because it's, uh, you know, <laughs> but I, I want that one for sure. Yes. Yeah, you should. Let me. Yeah, let it's me it's kind of hard sometimes. I do have to take breaks so that I really can love it because if I'm, if I'm just doing it like for the money, then I just kind of get sick of it and I get burnt out. But yeah, something that I've kind of done to try to keep going is 
I remember like there are trends. I'm not always going to have the most cells in the world, but like mm-hmm. there will always be people that are going to like recognize and like appreciate the art. Yeah. And so I just, I don't know. I, that kind of keeps me going. And, um, just recognizing like if I post a reel, maybe that can reach someone else. Yeah. Like as soon as I get that little ounce of motivation, I should act on it because it's a business and not everything is going to go perfect. Yeah. And, and it's cool that you actually see it like that and not just because uh, you said you've learned how to like different types of marketing. And, and, and it's weird because you don't hear this. Uh, I'm going to put my like little brother on blast, you know, and like you don't hear this coming out of his mouth, like marketing, you know, reaching out to people, you know, uh, starting a business. I don't know if you actually made it a LLC yet or anything like that. No. Uh, so. But you know what I mean? Like, you don't normally hear that. That's why I wanted to bring her on. And just the younger generation, like, we, we always wait for something to happen. We, we think somebody's going to come and save us. We think someone's going to uh, start a business for us. And they just be like, here, you know, and here maybe, you go. And maybe if it's not, like, for example, this is not gonna, what you're going to do for the rest of your life. But those steps that you took to learn how to create something, um, you apply it. It's just to mm-hmm. reapply and reapply. Like, you understand it's not easy to do something overnight. And you don't have to have that instant gratification that we preach. Like, that's literally what we preach here is, like, it's not going to come overnight. But if you start early, like, man, I wish I would have done something early on instead of just, like, working and then spending the money, working and spending the money. If I would have done something, probably, like, I'm not – so I'm not that old, but um, I'm thankful that I learned that now, that it's not instant gratification. Mm -hmm. But if I would have not paid attention or just not committed to something, then I probably would be in the same spot. And I, I look at my younger brother, and um, he's about your age as well. And I'm telling him, like, hey, let's, do you want to do this or do you want to learn how to do videography? And he's like, no, nah, I really don't like that. Like, I'm just, and I'm like, dude, it's so easy. Like, we just have to do a couple of things and I'll, and I'll show you every day and then we can do this. Uh, you can help me. And then he's like, nah, I'm fine working where I'm at. I'm all, I'm like, Okay, man, just don't come a couple of years down the road asking me, like, why, if I can help you. But it's kind of that, like you said, like, you're, you don't hear that coming out of your brother. Same thing, I don't hear coming out of my brother at all. But yeah. it's good that you're starting early. What kind of was that? What was that little spark in you that decided you to do that? Like, start something? I mean, I've I've always been, like, a super creative person. And just I just have a drive. I mean, I... I, yeah, I have two workaholics as parents, so they kind of (laughs) fed that a little bit, but it's not like it just came overnight. Like you were Mm -hmm. saying how I wanted to just start a ring business. Mm -hmm. I, I took a lot of like classes in high school, like photography and ceramics and different things that made me feel alive. Like I was actually doing something. Mm -hmm. So as soon as I, um, as soon as I kind of had idea, had an idea for spoon rings, it was like almost like a calling, like I needed to go do it and, um, were you into, were you, uh, were you into the rings before, uh, you started like actually doing this type of stuff? Yeah. So I actually, I bought a spoon ring from someone else. Oh, okay. And I was like, this is so cool. Was it someone you knew? No, she was from another state. Okay. Yep. I was going to be like, she's gonna be like, she stole my business. Like, <laughs> that's why she, she wanted it. She's an assist later on. <laughs> it's like, that's why she wanted it. No, but it, it, it's cool. Cause that was another reason, uh, and uh, John touched on, it, touched on it a little bit, is that it doesn't matter what it is you want to do. Like Some people think it has to be like a, a normal um, type of business. Like you have to open like a restaurant. You have to open some sort of like software company. No, like it can be whatever you love to do. Like find something you love to do. Like 
figure out what you need to do in order to make it a business, but also love it. You know, uh, we talk to people all the time that we love what we do like this. Some people find it is work, you know, coming in to record and then just like the, all the post production that goes on, like editing and things like that. But it's fun to us. You know, we love doing it. Uh, and I'm sure you love doing the, the whole ring thing too. Um, th- that's why I wanted to showcase that because like I mentioned, a lot of people get stuck in this, like you, you, there's only certain things you can do Like you can do rings. Uh, are you planning on branching out into anything different? Yeah. I thought about getting like, excuse me, like some different types of jewelry manufactured actually, or like designing my own. I know there's like a super famous TikToker named like Tristan or something like that. I can't even remember his name, but I know that he kind of branched off and started designing his own rings. And mm-hmm. oh, I think okay. it'd be cool if I started doing that. You I'm not sure how long it'll take me, but you I should, think it'd be cool. You should intern or um, I don't know what your plans are. You're already out of high school. Or you're going to. I'm graduating grade. this May. That's yep. cool. <laughs> That's really cool. I graduated high school. <laughs> um, but it, it'd be cool to intern uh, for like, um, so we're friends with Rhett Panter. Uh, his parents own Alpine Jeweler. Mm. Oh, It'd be, that's cool. And he he kind of he says he does the designing um, for his parents um, for the like jewelry, and that'd be really cool to maybe we can put you in touch with him and maybe like is like, is it just rings you want to do or is it do you want to get into like necklaces, maybe bracelets, and yeah, things like I, that? I'm actually wearing like the bowl of a spoon on a necklace. Oh, right look now. at that! So yeah. I mean, that's just kind of recycling in a way but i feel like necklace but, but, would be so cool but that has like a bunch of yeah writing on the spoon yeah okay yeah oh no that's that's pretty cool right there yeah i mean as for my future i would love to like go into real estate become an agent for that um but i definitely want to like open up a store one day maybe and yeah. be able to keep this going because i think it's it's something that can't just end mm-hmm. like i can't just let this thing like come to an end so yeah one day that's that's kind of my dreams. Yeah. So those are your your long term goals for this, because uh, I, I always tell people it's not necessary. Like you you said you want to do this, but what happens all of a sudden? Like you get into real estate, and then that starts taking off, and then this takes a back seat. Yeah. You know, because uh, I, I always preach to people just start something. Yeah. It may not be what you end up doing the rest of your life, but you figure out what you don't like to do and what you do like to do, or it leads you onto a different path. You know, uh, I I told John all the time, like, I didn't think I was going to like a few years ago, if you told me I was going to do media full time, I wouldn't have believed it, you know, but then like a few years later, like you have a whole company, you have like a, the podcast and I'm just like, what, you know, it's weird how life takes you. Cause originally Uh, my goal, uh, I think I talked about it the first time on the last podcast or one of the podcasts, my original goal is that I wanted to be a shoe tuber. Like I wanted to do everything about shoes. That was my goal. I was like, I'm going to not going to stop until, you know, I'm big on YouTube for shoes. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, like your life takes you down different paths, like involving, cause I bought a camera. And then from there I, I thought it was like, you know, YouTube, YouTube, but then like people wanted pictures. So I started learning pictures and all of a sudden like people were trying to reach out to me to, to hire like uh to take pictures, to do videos, add videos and things like that. And then all of a sudden it just went that way. You know, yeah. the whole YouTube thing took a back seat. Yeah. You know, and so if you're sitting in class right now or wherever you're listening to this and you're still in school and you think you're gonna do something, sometimes that thing doesn't ever happen, but you do take the steps to go through there to learn what you actually like. Yeah, because um, you wanna do like real estate, you want to be buying 
and like having pro- like uh, different properties, you know, having that passive income? Or are you thinking about just selling, like, like yeah, actually I, being a real estate agent? Yeah, I think just becoming a real estate agent. I mean, that's that's probably like four year, four years down the road for me. Mm-hmm. So, kind of like you were saying, I'm I'm just gonna go wherever life takes me. Like if rings and like starting a jewelry company. Well, I mean, making it bigger, I guess. Yeah. That that would be really cool. But yeah, yeah it's just kind of an idea for now. But uh, it, it it all kind of started with just like small investments. So, I mean, if I like kind of have something to say to the kids my age, it's just like find something that you're kind of interested in and make those small investments Yeah. because you never know. Yeah. It could it could be huge. That could be your passion for the rest of your life. Especially if you're like parents and your friends support you. I think that's the hardest mm-hmm. yeah. having having that support. Because when they do, and you take advantage of that, like that goes a long way. Yeah. Um, and not having support, kind of, if you take it in the right way, kind of pushes you even more. Mm-hmm. Um, but some people, like we said, like it just, it's just the little things that just kind of don't let you succeed, or you just don't want to end up finishing something. Yeah, uh, I like how you talk about small investments because it's again. I like hearing this coming from you, like younger, and, <laughs> and I wish people would like. Listen to the little things that just take small investments. You don't necessarily have to go work somewhere and use the entire paycheck to do whatever you want to do. And then you're just, you know, unless you're spending that paycheck (laughs) on stuff that doesn't really exactly. But like small investments, money that like uh, you'll get by, say you first get the the spoons, you don't have nothing to display them on. But, you know, whenever you make that much, you buy your actual like the stand. And then from there you buy like what whatever tools you need and people don't do that. People will, uh, make, they'll sell a ring and then be like, all right, say you sell one for 30 bucks. And you're like, no, I got me. Like, no, <laughs> yeah. Now I got 30 bucks, you know, yeah. instead yeah. of being like, all right, I'm gonna put that aside or I'm gonna put this percentage aside. Buy this tool to make it a little bit easier on me or. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. They, they don't make those small investments. So, uh, again, you know, props to you for being like I in, in that, that mindset, yeah. because I, I, I love to see entrepreneurship. I love to see it. And it's not easy. Uh, she are you or she's our youngest uh youngest like entrepreneur guest we've had yeah we were supposed to have another one he was only 12 oh my gosh but i was having issues uh i don't want to say too much but it wasn't the parents it was uh the tv network he was on they were giving me issues and so because i had to go through them and then through a manager just because he was uh, so young, uh, but hopefully eventually I'll be able to get him on. But uh, but just having that mindset, you know, what what are your goals right now? Because you said you're about to graduate high school. Mm-hmm. Are you planning on going to college? What what are you planning on doing? Yeah, so I'm just gonna keep doing rings for the next um, eight months ish. I actually have like an event during the summertime, just at like a local um, fair type of thing. So mm-hmm. I'm kind of preparing for that making a whole bunch of rings, a whole bunch of different variety, different sizes. And it's just a one day event. So, um, if they don't sell out there, then maybe I'll go to some different events, but is it the Hillcrest uh, craft fair? I think it's like Rigby stampede days or something like that. Cause I know Hillcrest has a huge one too. I don't know if you've ever heard of that one. I think it's in June. If I remember right, don't quote me, but maybe that's another, another yeah. one kind of like, I think it's the same concept because I have some friends that do like their parents do arts and like, I don't even know exactly what product they push. Um, but I know Hillcrest does a really big one as well. And I think it's the same one, that, like same type of style that you're talking about. I appreciate that. Yeah, maybe I'll maybe. go. Yeah, I'll go get on that. Yeah. Uh, are you planning? Because you only do it on Instagram right, right now. Yeah. Right? I I tried making a website and I just realized it 
it just didn't really fit the, the, I don't know, kind of what I was going for. It was a little bit harder to be able to post and to be able to like reach out to other people. So I'm kind of looking at like Etsy accounts right now. Mm -hmm. I know there's a lot of women on there that are like, trying to find unique things so yeah they, they make a lot of money off of there uh, yeah because the reason i ask is some people find it easier to go just to a website and order something especially when it's a product when it's through instagram it's a, like you have to dm them and then yeah. you have to be like hey is this one available and then you'll be like no i'll be like well this one other or one what size do you have because if, mm-hmm. if they if they start scrolling and they're like oh i really like this one but it was probably like a post from like a few months ago and you know, that ring is not there. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, that's why it's like a website is, is, uh, is a big thing that way they yeah. can, you can put what, what's available, uh, Are instead you, of having to scroll through and, and look through yeah. that way they can just be like, Oh, I like this one. I'll buy this one. Yeah. The easier you make something for the customer, the more likely they're going to buy something. Yeah. Um, are you capitalizing on tw- uh, TikTok? You said like you're using, no, I, I, I saw I recently there, you yeah. started, you started a little bit on TikTok cause uh, she, she did a TikTok on that one. Uh, it's Picasso, you know. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Instagram reels. Yeah. I've tried doing more reels because um, I actually, I'm super good friends with a hairdresser here, like in downtown. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know. Her name is like Bragan Beauty. It's like Devin. Yeah. She she used to do my girl's hair until I guess she's not doing that anymore. But yeah, she's like. Yeah. Yep. She's So she's awesome. And mm-hmm. she's kind of, she's helped me a little bit about around like Instagram and um, the different ways that it works. And she's like, dude, if you even get the slightest bit of like motivation, you need to do Instagram reels and do like 30 hashtags. Cause it seems like such like a small thing. And especially like being in a small town, sometimes I feel like I shouldn't do that at all. Cause uh-huh. it's like kids in school, like, are they going to be like, why is she posting this reel that is kind of cringy? Or like, <laughs> kind of weird kind of doesn't have relevance but it has helped like i've seen like so many different people from everywhere mm-hmm. um that's where, following. that's where social media is at right now. i know the, it's, it's t- crazy the reels the 10 second clips that's that's where everything's moving right now and and it's yeah. only gonna get bigger mm-hmm. yeah that's why i was at uh so last week i think it was last week we had a meeting we like john and i we were talking about adding tiktoks reels because into like the podcasting and just and it doesn't have to do necessarily with anything involved with the podcast just like following some sort of trend doing like some something that's gonna uh put eyeballs on your company whatever it is that the the case may be and especially you i I like that other one uh because it fits the your, your company perfectly and I mean, you know, you have to be on TikTok, you have to be on Instagram, you have to be on everything, especially if you have a company. If you're not on like all these social media platforms, uh, you're not going to do so hot. It's and, a full-time job. And then this, all you need is one, one TikTok, one reel, uh, and it could be your cringiest, cringiest yeah. one. But if that one blows up, you're, you'll see like your sales go through. You see these people all the time where they're like, oh, it, it was just uh I decided to put it out there and then people started to share it. And all of a sudden like they're, they're having people reaching out to them and be like, Hey, I want to invest in your company. Like, let's do something. Yeah. And it just takes a little bit of work at the end of the day. Uh, I was going to touch on that earlier being involved, like with your own company. I'm sure, well, people don't realize it's not a nine to five job. It's a 24 seven. That being like, uh, somebody could message you at night and you're like trying to respond cause you want to, you know, have that great customer service. But yeah. then, uh, also you, you, you have to go find the rings and you, you have to bend them, you know, you have to do all that work. Uh, so you're planning on doing this without 
going to college? I'm just, I just want to oh, know no, where, where, where your head, head is at. No, yeah. So, um, I'm going to work on this all spring, summer, fall. And then I'm hoping to like serve a mission, like for the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Okay. So, so my business is going to go on hold for a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Then hopefully when I get back, I can pick it up or even, you... even have my little sister kind of take a hold on it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see where it goes. She's but... going to have her first employee. I know. <laughs> you need to create stock for 18 months. <laughs> yeah. Cause, uh, uh, that's what I was going to say. That would be cool. Depending on where you go, you can also be collecting spoons here and there. Exactly. Yeah, that would be – I don't know how it is now because I, I had a lot of friends that go on missions, and I don't know how, like, the whole um, contact it is uh-huh. uh, with family members or as is. But um, like you said, collecting some spoons or wherever you get go and maybe shipping them back to your little sister and having her still – create that process and yeah. create that when you come back and it's bigger than like just the story. Cause you, that story of you going to wherever you you're going to be and being able to collect those spoons and tell her like, Hey, I got this from so-and-so and so, and this is kind of the backstory of this, this, and this. Um, and she uses that to tell the story to everybody that you have, man, I know. that, that would be pretty cool for sure. So, too. So, so I had a question on that. Uh, you said you're going to do an, uh, a mission, right? Yes. Yeah. So is that, do you get to choose where you got to go? No. So the way it works is you fill out like a big, not an application, but just kind of like, I don't even know how to explain it. Like, do you have health issues? Do you mm-hmm. this? Just trying to make sure that you're put in the right spot. Mm-hmm. And then basically the presidency of, of my religion um, decides where you got to go based off of that application type of so I have no idea. Like if I go out of country, I mean, I'll be prepared, but like, <laughs> yeah. who knows? It's, it's going to be cool. It's definitely life changing. I think you, you, you would do well on that just because you've already been out of the country. I would love to go out of the country, <laughs> mm-hmm. but yeah, after my mission, I definitely want to go to college. Sorry. I never answered that question. Oh no, you're fine. You're fine. I just want to see like, uh, where your mindset is at. You know what I mean? Uh, like if you're planning on going to college or if you're planning on like just, going a hundred percent into uh what it, like the rings you know that'd be cool too you know there's no there's no right or wrong answer yeah. you know uh some people you see that they start companies without going to school you know they they end yeah. up doing really well they they just you know create the but that you right also product. do have people that because i feel like i, I don't want to we don't want to send the message that if you don't have a degree uh, i mean if you do have a degree it doesn't necessarily mean you're always do great but there's people that have degrees and they do very, very well. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just it, another thing that not necessarily you need it in every uh, aspect. I'm interested in going to college for sure. Like studying different types of marketing or business management. Yeah. I'd be so interested in not not just to like, um, like start a ring company, but I feel like in whatever I branch out to, whether it is rings or any type of business that yeah. Maybe I do start another business. Who knows? Mm, I, I just yeah. feel like it would be super valuable for my personality type and the drive that I have towards creating. Yeah. That's the, the you take the concept, like we, we said a little earlier, you take that concept and you just roll it over to the next, exactly. next venture for yeah. sure. Yeah. And knowing how that works, how marketing works, how cause not a lot of companies know, cause it's, it's not new, but it's new the way it's done now. Everything is yeah. done by like online Google, you name it, uh, social media. So at ISU, I was talking to one of the professors. They're actually going to have a social media major now. So, oh, wow. Yeah, just because, yeah, it, it's really <laughs> weird, but they've realized how 
crucial social media is for companies. Like if you have a company yeah. and you're not, uh, like I mentioned earlier, if you're not on Instagram, Facebook, uh, TikTok. TikTok, you have to have people who who are well knowledgeable in that in those fields that know yeah. how to use. Basically, you know how to use the that, social media that's platforms. Weird. If you get a like a sixty year old professor walking in through the door, I'm like my guy. Like, <laughs> like, you need a. They're gonna have to hire me for the TikToks. Now. I almost have my master's in TikTok at this point. Um, but yeah, I'm teaching gonna... everyone how to do TikTok dance today. So please pay <laughs> attention. Stand up. It's gonna take a little bit of a movement, but everybody, please stand up. I might have to apply, man. Like you never know. Yeah. So uh, I want I want you to get let people listening because i'm sure we're going to get a lot of people that, that are around your age uh like if they're looking to get start something what what tips and advice would you give them even like since you've been like you've learned a bunch of things on the way here uh i know you said you started it how long ago from, year from and a, half. a year mm-hmm. and a half from now yep uh what tips would you give them like because i don't know how it is for you but sometimes things get tiring you're yeah. like i don't know like if I want to keep going, like what are some tips you, you would give somebody your age trying to start like a, like a side hustle business and things like that? Yeah. So we've talked a lot about like the little small investments, but the first like tip of advice that I would give is to kind of experiment with what type of realm you're wanting to invest in. Like Mm -hmm. for me, it was always a creative, the, the creative realm or whatever. So, um, I started investing in that. And then like we've talked about today, it just, it just took off. Um, but I just find, I just feel like finding your passions at a young age just, um, puts you that much ahead of other people. And, um, yeah, I don't know, just experiment with different things that you love or, and are interested in. Yeah. And, and never stop learning. Cause that's another thing that I get from you is that you're always trying to, like you said, you want to learn more marketing. You want to learn more like uh, of the business end because, yeah. uh, it, it just, benefits you it's not going to do anything but benefit some people don't want to take the time to to research how to like be uh better at marketing better at uh networking that's a big thing too uh, um I, I try to push that on especially on the younger generation it's not about because people think it's all about like what you know oh they know like all the ins and outs of this yeah. no it's yeah you have to know some things but that at the end of the day it's about who you know like who can put you in the right positions like who can help you yeah. uh like you said you're your, your parents inspired you to do, you know, uh, be this, this way, you know, and then I'm sure you, along the way you've had some people help you out, you know, like, Oh, do it, do it like this, do it like this. It's all about putting yourself around the the right people. Uh, and, and, and I never mentioned, but there has been so many times where I'm like, is this worth it? Like, am I going to like, is this something I really want to invest time and money and labor into? Or is this kind of like a temporal thing? Mm -hmm. But, um, I mean, that comes with every business. And so there's been different people, different things that have kind of like pushed me over those walls. And mm-hmm. every time it helps me get better. So yeah, like if you're feeling discouraged about something, maybe it's not the right thing for you, but maybe you're just being a little lazy, I guess. Yeah. Like there's always, always something that you can do to, um, maybe just take a break for a little, not like yes. put your business on hold. Maybe yeah. I, I've totally had to do that before where I'm like, I, and I don't ever like publicize it. Like I'm taking a break everybody, yeah. but there's times where I'm like, I'm just going to take like two months or not two months, sorry, like a two week to month break. Cause I have other things that are a priority right now, like school yeah. or extracurriculars. <laughs> yeah. Senior I'm project. still in school. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, and that's what people don't realize that. Yeah we all have life going on and I've seen, uh, 
like single moms, they start a business, uh, you know, and it doesn't matter what age it's, we all have life, but at the end of the day, if you like prioritize yeah. like whatever, cause you obviously, you, of course we want you to graduate. We want you to, you know, do all those extra graduate first. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, you also, instead of like going and hanging out and do all, of course you hang out with your friends, but that's not your main priority. You know, you also focus on your, your ring business. And at the end of the day, it's just going to benefit you. You know, it's, it's, it's an, investing your time into your company is also an investment. Like you talked about earlier. What kind of friends do you have? Like, are they partiers? No, (laughs) yeah, the ragers. Um, but like what kind of friends do you have? Like your circle? Is it, do you guys think alike or are you guys completely? I mean, I, I have had so many different friend groups, especially at my Mm. school, but um, I've recently like branched out to other schools in the Valley. Mm-hmm. So, um, they're all younger than me, which is kind of funny, but they're all hardworking and, um, they just, they just are fun. I use yeah. my friends kind of as like a gateway to, mm-hmm. I don't know, my teenage life a little bit. I don't want to grow up too fast. Yeah. So when I'm at home, I focus on family. When I'm in the garage, I focus on my business. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I'm with my friends, I just try to, I just try to be young. So I'm not crazy. I'm not a rager. I don't go drink, but yeah, no, I'm glad you, you put it like that because I, I don't know uh, if John thinks, but I'm always doing something. I'm always doing something and it like, it's constant, constant. And I rarely put time aside for myself. And so the other day I got asked to go golf and I was, about, I was about to be like, nah, no, got, you were going to say no. Yeah, I was <laughs> you were going to say no. I was about to say no, just because I had other things going on. But that I sat and thought about it. I'm like, I need, like, golf is fun and stressful at the same time, but it's fun. And <laughs> I never take time for myself. And I'm like, I don't want to burn myself out. So I was like, you know what? I'll go. I, I can't do all 18. But. Yeah. I, I, sorry. I read a meme that said, like, uh, I don't know. You might have saw on TikTok, too. But it said, yes, as, as students, when they know that they're getting old. And then one of the things sticking out said is like when you start liking golf, and it just reminded me because I I could not play golf like I I, I don't no uh, for the longest time I thought golf was dumb and for old people but it's it makes you think a lot because depending on the iron you want to use depending yeah. on like it's, it's almost it, I got explained to me it's like a chess game like mm-hmm. which which iron are you going to use like are you going to use your driver how's your swing can and you, hit you gotta it? be good because if you're Dust on the swing. Yeah, like, yeah, definitely. I'm good at my like hitting the ball, mm-hmm. but my short game, I suck. You know, that's <laughs> yeah. what I need to work on. Like, I, I can get on the green really easy, but then like my putting, I can go from like a great score to the, <laughs> the worst score possible because I keep missing. Like, oh man, because it's all the hills and grooves and all all sorts. Yeah, of things. no, I heard it, it. I heard it's fun, but I heard it's harder too. So I'm terrible at golf. So <laughs> bad. Yeah. Golf, I'm. Dude, I can't get that ball. I can't hit the ball to save my life. It's like, funny because I go to Top Golf and I think I'm amazing. Well, I can hit the ball really well, and so I'm like hitting it, hitting it. So, and then when I actually go to a course, uh, they're like going right, they're going left, they're doing like. Sometimes I miss it and it just like it hits the top of the ball, so it just like do a weird bounce and go like ten feet in front of you. And it, oh, it's bad. I'm gonna have to try it someday. But uh, I mean, we've been going for an hour, and I love that you came on here just so you can. Help maybe motivate someone, even if it's just one person. Help yeah. motivate somebody because uh, that's what I like to do with this podcast. I like to motivate people to 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 get started with something, to to start doing something, uh, even if it's not necessarily like what it's gonna what they're gonna do as a career. 
it can lead you in the right path. Uh, and I always bring this back. We had a success story not too long ago because he would listen to the podcast all the time, all the time. And then he's like, oh, you know, you guys motivated me to do this. And now I'm going to start. But at the end of the day, don't get me wrong. He has to put in all the work. Mm -hmm. Like we can just inspire. We can't do it for you. Yeah. And he's like, I'm going to do this. And he started his his business. Same thing. Going to different like events around his, uh, wherever he lives. I forgot where he lives, but he would go to like the different events, set up his stuff, sell it, obviously take it down. But he was investing all that time. And then all of a sudden, like a few months ago, he sent us a picture saying, look, I just got my storefront, you know, so all that hard work. Now he has a store, how like long, an actual long, brick and mortar. How long was it that he took? I can't remember. You told me the other day. I think it was like a year, maybe a year and a half, but it was just investing his time. Like yeah. nobody was forcing him to go to these events. It was just because, hey, like I have this product, you know, I want to share it with everybody. Hopefully I get some sales. And of course he was doing that too, like going to different, uh, different events. And then eventually what you know, it paid off. Mm -hmm. Like, and it, and it goes to show you that if you invest your time, that you can make it happen. And, you know, at the end of the day, it comes down to you. Like, you have to put in the work. That's why I said we can just inspire. We can't do it for you. Like, that's why I was like, we can't take credit for it. Uh, I was glad that whatever we talked about inspired him to to make the next move. To make, you know, it's crazy. Yeah, that's that's the best part about like your podcast is like owning and running a business is. I mean, it's about passion for sure, yeah. but also it's about drive. So if you're like listening and this like motivates you, like act on it. And now it could, don't wait. Yes, exactly. It's only going to get bigger. And, um, I mean, there's a little, listen to the podcast, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Cause, uh, I, I tell John all the time is we get motivated. Like, say you get motivated one day. Right. And then all of a sudden you're like, I'm gonna start on Monday, which <laughs> everybody says, but, but by the time Monday comes, that motivation is going to be gone. So that's why, like, if you're listening to this right now uh, and you're motivated to start something, act on it. Like you said earlier, act on it. Uh, start doing something, uh, what, whatever it is. Like, it doesn't necessarily have to be like uh, you have to go sign up for an LLC and or anything like that. Uh, people always think it's uh, like there's this path you're supposed to go on. And and if you don't know, you you can't do it. But if you uh if you have a something you want to do just act on it just do it now don't wait until you're not motivated anymore because monday will come and you'll be like yeah maybe tomorrow and eh, i'm more I'll motivated start. on tuesdays <laughs> <laughs> mondays are not my day so uh let people know where they can follow you at so um my ring business is called rings by live and it has a period between buy and live but um yeah you guys definitely should go check out my work it's yes it's really cool it's really unique and what i like about it is that you're going to get uh, a one of a kind piece, you know, until later on when you start doing some production stuff, which is also, I recommend doing that. Uh, but r right now you have like these unique pieces and, uh, I thought they were spoons, but the one I'm going to buy is a pork, <laughs> you know, they could be anything. Some <laughs> of them are nice. False advertisement, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyways, you know, go follow her, go check her out, you know, go support her. Um, you know, hope I'm hoping to see a lot more from you, yeah. uh, you know, cause I love where you're at. I love to see it. I love to see you grow. Uh, and I hope whoever tuned into this, you know, they get motivated just by listening to you. She's 18. She's still in high school. She's, she's doing her mindset is, I love where her mindset is, you know, uh, I appreciate that. And not a lot of people have that. So, you know, uh, you know, props to you for being there and continuing to be there. Cause a lot of people lose motivation. A lot of people will just like stop. Yeah. So, uh, again, thank you for coming on. And yeah, thank you guys. You guys listening. Thank you guys for listening. And we'll catch you guys on the next one. See you guys. Peace. Goodbye. See ya.
Yeah. Into Bye. the camera, though. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>